Guys, this is Empowering My Fitness, and this is Rob Zender, and we're back. Guys, this is week 17. Um, this is actually, um, I've been post-op surgery now from getting my skin reduction from losing 110 pounds of, uh, of body weight, and I'm post-op five weeks out today. Um, to tell you guys, this last week has been pretty crazy. It was probably the craziest week with my recovery that I've had. And so I want to get into that, and I also want to get into uh, talking today about motivation, about daily motivation, going to the gym, the things that we need to do to keep us going, daily motivation on how we can keep ourselves away from foods uh, that we shouldn't be eating, even though, you know, the diet is open for us to eat what we want, but we need to be able to have some things that help us trigger to keep us from binging on bad stuff and things like that. But I wanted to talk first about Uh, this week five post-op, okay? So I just returned from California, and I'm in Utah now. I'm not home to Idaho yet. Idaho has a lot of fires going on in the area I live in, and it's not healthy for me to be anywhere. There's near smoke. Um, If you have smoke, it will, uh, or you're a smoker, recovery from skin surgery or surgery of your skin is very hard to do hard to do from almost any kind of surgery, but from skin surgery, it's really bad. And if I was at home right now, it would be, it would be equivalent to smoking five to six packs of cigarettes a day. That's how bad the the forest fires are in the area I live. So I am going to camp out in Utah for the next couple weeks. So you're going to hear me kind of on this road kind of thing, but I want to get back to this week's of um, my, what happened to me this week um, with, 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 with my post-op and with my recovery. So coming up to this point on last week on Saturday, not this weekend, but last weekend, my doctor had me come in. He had just done surgery. He wanted to see me before I left uh, the state of California. And I was sitting there and he checked me out. And he says, Rob, your body looks great. Your body is healing very quickly and it is doing really well. And it has to probably do something to do with the diet you're on. With the exercise you're on, you're in really good health. And he says, you're probably two to three weeks ahead when it comes to healing. But he says, you are a person that, for some reason, your body swells and retains water when you're healing. And so he showed me some stuff. Puts, he puts his fingers against my shin right above my ankle and it and compressed. And it left an indent there. Uh, was almost a quarter, quarter to half of my finger or his finger into my leg because of the amount of water I had on me. So, so you have to understand that when you get this kind of surgery, they put these things called JP drains in you, and they drain fluid out of you as you go along. Because it's like your body has been burned, and your body recovers by using water and liquid to be able to recover that. It's not just that you have uh, problems with your tissue and your body. That's a totally different thing when you're healing and the swelling of your tissue. But this is called a somatic, I think is what they call it, or what you could get is a thing called a stroma if you have these drains taken out too soon. So he took out the first three drains on week three, left the last uh, drain in, and I was having complications with my incision and also with that drain, and it was on the right side right above my pelvis. What had happened is I had so much water retention that was dragging down my body. It was filling into my scrotum sac, and it was making it big. It was pretty crazy. Well, what we found after he had pulled that drain, and it was very painful when he pulled it, is I still had that feeling of pulling and that feeling of my skin pulling down. So we found out that it was really more 
the my scrotum sac and not the fact that I was infected or had an infection in that last drain. But because he had to do that, he had to pull it out sooner than we, we, we expected because we didn't want to have infection there. And they sealed me up. Well, when that happened, it put a lot of pressure on my right side, allowing fluid to kind of flow through my right side, and then it kind of wrapped around into my back. And so all week long, I've had this big old bulge of fluid that was there. I've been taking these things called a diuretic cholesic to be able to get rid of the fluid, but it was not doing exactly as much as we needed in that short amount of time, and it's just the way the nature of the beast. So we went out. And when I got to Vegas, one of the things that we were doing is we were shooting to, to show um, that I'd lost 110 pounds. Uh, we did some stuff where we went out. We got on a scale there. Even with this amount of water on me, guys, which I was really paranoid, I got up on the scale, and it, it showed that I lost 103 pounds still with my binders, with my shorts on, my shoes. So, guys, I'm probably well below 110 pounds of weight loss right now, um, but I am retaining water. So on, so we did the shooting, and then my friends, they wanted to do something as a, a kind of a party for them. They wanted to go shooting in the morning at 5 a.m. on Saturday. And I'm talking shooting big rifles, like 50 BMGs, high-powered rifles, things that uh, uh, penetrate tanks. And so I said, you know, I can't back out of this. Let's go. I knew I wasn't going to shoot. I was going to sit on a chair. We went out in the middle of the desert. Everyone was shooting. They were having a great time. And about 45 minutes into it, I feel this dripping down the side of my leg. And I'm like, what is going on? I put my hand down. My hand is completely wet. And I went, oh, no, that means that this this fluid has somehow got out of my body on my right side. And I need to go. So we, we packed up as soon as we could, got on the road, got the doctor on the phone. He says, Rob, he, he goes, you probably have a, you, you have a seroma. You get, what you need to do is start taking antibiotics right now. Get back to wherever you're at. And you and your wife are going to have to disrobe you, and you're going to have to press it out. And, guys, I got to tell you, it was pretty crazy. It was like Dr. Pimple Popper on steroids. We were sitting there pressing on the sides of me, and I had these two holes, small little teeny holes, not big holes, in my incision, and they were spraying fluid. And this went on for five minutes. I have video of it. You guys will eventually be able to see it on YouTube. You probably don't want to see this on YouTube but you probably will because everybody's interested and it's curious about what happens. So when that pressure was off me for the next two days that we were pressing this fluid out of me, really tightening my bindings down, all this swelling, all this pressure that I had in me went away. And I got to say today, I feel so much better than I did a week ago. I think this was the final kind of like curveball I had in this thing. And I feel really good about it beside the fact that I can't go home now because of these forest fires and I've got to kind of wait around and wait for them to, uh, uh, to, to lighten up to be able to be in an environment so I can heal even more properly. So that's what happened to me. And then getting back to this thing, guys, because I want you to know that when I was out there in California, one of my biggest goals was just to get someone else on board so they could see this thing and be able to be able to see how easy it is to, w- to lose weight and be, if you're doing these steps right and using math as your, your basis. So Heidi's sister came out, Melanie, started doing this, this workouts with us, started eating the proper way. Guy, she was like a rocket with this thing. The light turned on in her mind, and she just started losing weight after weight after weight. And she was with us for nearly three weeks. By the time we hit Vegas, she was already in 
a position where she was wearing a bikini. She says, it's the first time in my life I've ever been able to fit in a bikini. She goes, this is crazy. And, and, and one of the things that she said to me, and I wanted to talk to you guys about this because I keep hearing this time and time again from different people, is people that are overweight, everyone out there that is supposedly in weight or they have something that they have that's a healthy product, they will always tell you this thing is healthy. And so my sister-in-law, different sister-in-law, was out there. She was talking about bread, and she had this whole wheat bread. And she says, Rob, this is what I eat. This has got 11 grains in it. It is healthy. But, guys, you got to remember, is it healthy for us? Anything that has high calories or keeps us from our diet goals is not healthy, okay? And think about it in your mind. If the person that is talking about it being healthy, they have a person in their mind that they are projecting this thing to. So when people talk, you need to understand that their example of the person that they're talking about that's healthy is probably not us or you. When I talk to you on the phone, uh, on the radio, and I you hear me, it's because I am someone that has gone from being extremely heavy in weight and reduced my weight down to a very healthy position where I'm in. I know how it is. I am talking to those people. I am talking to our people that have weight loss to do, things that they have to lose with their bodies. And so you got to understand that when you hear a person talk about something being healthy, ask yourself, who are they talking to? Are they talking to me or are they talking to someone else? You yourself, you need to be able to take and understand that healthy to other people is not what it is to us. When my doctor says that nuts are healthy, I know right off that they're not healthy for me because they have such a high caloric value. They do not allow me to reduce my weight. They do not allow me to be in a calorie deficit. Are the nuts themselves healthy? Absolutely. And if I was 180 pounds trying to get to 200 pounds, they would be extremely healthy because they would be helping me gain weight. Okay, And it would be a healthy choice to do that. Guys, this is Empowering by Fitness. I'm Rob Zender, and we'll be right back. Guys, this is Empowering by Fitness. This is Rob Zinner, and we're back. Uh, just to tell you guys, I have, uh, we now have a, a 17 episodes that we have recorded. Um, if you go back and you're listening to us today and you don't really understand what's going on, please go into the Fed by Ravens Media uh, website or go and get the app, Fed by Ravens Media app, and look and find Empowering by Fitness and go into the archives that's at the bottom. Scroll to the back and start from listening from episode one on, and everything will make sense, guys. We have math in there. We have the things, the building blocks to lose weight. This is about the easiest process to lose 
or to be an extreme weight loss and have health involved as well. Guys, I've done this now for 38 weeks. I was in a calorie deficit or 40 weeks and I lost over 110 pounds and it was not super hard, guys. There was times where it could be a little hard, but a lot of times it was easy because the pattern to this thing is sound and it works and it's for you. It's not something that I'm trying to make money on. Guys, I, I have my own career. I have a path outside of this. I'm just trying to do this to give back because of the fact that this thing works so well. And there's so many people out there that need this. They need to be healthy. They need to have their bodies healthy that we want to help you out, guys. And, and, and so getting back to motivation, guys. So we've talked about the mathematics behind this. We've talked that a calorie deficit is what you need to be in to do this. doesn't matter what diet plan you're in. If you're not in a calorie deficit, you cannot lose weight. It, we've also talked about the fact that you have to use low-calorie, dense foods. They will fill you up and, and he, they will make you feel full and they will fight against the one thing that is hurting most people and that's the thing called ghrelin, which is a hormone in your body that tells you to eat. Protein, these things, satiating foods, low-calorie, dense foods, these are the things that make you fight against ghrelin and then when you can find a plan of fitness that fits you, that you love, that is the other thing we're fighting against, and that's gravity, guys. But today I wanted to talk to you about keywords, about things that we can say to ourselves or, uh, or things that we can think about that will help us in longevity and help us moving forward each day, each week, going over time to be able to get to our goals. Guys, for the next week or two, we're going to be going over these things. And this is the mental aspect of this. This is the glue between all the different things that people do not talk about when they're talking about fitness and they're talking about weight loss, guys. So I'm going to throw out terms to you, and I'm going to tell you to myself what it means. Or maybe it's something you've already heard, but I want you to kind of start thinking about this stuff as you go along. So one of the main ones that I use, guys, when I'm going to the gym or, or I have to do anything in life is 90%, guys, of success is just showing up. If you just go to the gym, if you just go outside and you exercise or you go out and walk, 90% of you being successful, making yourself an A-grade student is just showing up and going. There's so many times that I've gone where I don't want to go to the gym and I just go because I know that if I go, I'm an A student. Once I get there, the light turns on, things turn on, and everything works for me properly, guys. So I start feeling better about it. I go in. I feel good about what I'm doing, guys. And here, let me throw out another one for you. This one is very important because a lot of people don't know how to make time for things. I had a billionaire. I was sitting uh, in an elevator in actually in Utah, down here in Sandy, back when I lived here. And I was going up this elevator, and there was a billionaire that worked on the top floor with the building that we're on. And he turned to me. He was, I got in the elevator. He was there, and he goes, it was really crazy he was even there. And I go, I go tell me something. I'll help me out. And he goes, well, here's one for you. If something is important to you, you will make time for it. Now, think about that statement. If you can't make time enough to go and work out, if you don't make time enough to exercise, then it's not important to you. And it, that, that statement really had a, a, a lot of effect on me when I was before I started this process because there were so many times in nighttime I could see myself sitting there watching cable news, 
wasting two hours, three hours of my life on things I could not control. And it dawned on me that that was important to me and these other things were not. Guys, you got to sit there and think about this statement. If it's important to you, you will make time for it. Think about what that statement is for you. Think about how it could change your life. That's one of the main statements that I say to myself when there's someone that I care about that I should be spending quality time on and I look over and I see something else I'm doing. So think about that, okay? Here's a statement for you when you're working out, okay? How do you gauge yourself? How do you know when you're doing a better job? Okay, and it's this simple, guys, harder than last time. If you guys are at the gym and you're lifting weights, and let's say you do seven reps of something, the next time, try to do eight reps of it, okay? That is called harder than last time. Maybe you increase the weight by five pounds. Anytime that we can have our bodies showing improvement, over time, you will see yourself getting stronger and stronger and stronger. When I started incline walking, I was very out of shape. I had to set the machine at seven degrees at two, two, two miles per hour. After to- a period of time, short period of time, I was able to go to 15 degrees at two miles an hour. Then for about a month, I was stuck there. And then I increased it to 2.2 miles per hour. Okay. And then I went to 2.4 and 2.6 and 2.8. And then when I got to 2.8, I felt like it was too high with the speed. Now, going back to mathematics, what did I do? I have 15 degrees incline. I cannot change it now. That's what they're set up as a liability in all these facilities nowadays. I'm at 2.8, which is really where my body needs to be. So I bought myself a vest that weighed 15 pounds and put that on to work out. And I use that for 30 minutes. And that's where I was before I went into surgery. When I go back, that's the goal I have to get to back to. Harder than last time, guys. I need to do that. Make sure that I get better at it. Here's another one for you. Do not sweat the small things. It, okay, it doesn't matter, guys. It does not matter. So when you're doing something, and this comes back to that bleeder thing that we talked about, don't let your motivation bleed out because of small little problems. It doesn't matter. Um, so many times when I first started the diet, um, I would be sitting there and I get so upset with myself because I'd miscalculate 10 calories here, 15 calories there because I was tracking what I was doing. As I got further and further and months and months along, I started lighting up. Okay, I started figuring out that there's so many errors in the food and the way that they present the food to us. The labels on the food are, have errors that I started lightening up more and more and figuring out that I could get past things if I didn't care about them. If it, 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 I was sitting there, and it doesn't matter, guys. It, what matters is that I was going every day. I was eating properly as much as I could. I was doing these things. When you sit there and you p- pick at little things, you begin to become a bleeder and you lose your motivations. We need to do the opposite of that and not sweat these small things and it doesn't matter. You're going to find that there's so many times that you're going to get caught up in these little cycles that don't matter for what you're trying to do. We are trying to do this on longevity. We're trying to lose weight over a long period of time and do it correctly, okay? Here's another one for you. Whatever it takes and then some, okay? So with me, any time that I sat there and I had a negative thought come into my mind, There were so many times where you'll have a negative thought that could 
kill your progress because failure, remember, is good, but quitting is bad. Whenever those quitting thoughts came into my mind, I would tell myself, and this statement would come into my mind, and this is the one that I used, and it was whatever it takes, guys. So whatever it takes would come into my mind, and that was my ability to get over these points where I have a problem. So when a problem comes in, whatever it takes, okay? And then when I got my skin surgery, it was whatever it takes, and then when I was recovering and then some because it's so much more harder. It's it, it, There's so much more that I had to put into it after that to be able to do it, guys. Okay, here's a really good one, too. Guys, we're going to get back to these next week. I've got a ton of these to go through with you guys for motivation. Um, this is Empowering by Fitness. This is Rob Zender. Have a great day.